Welcome to the I Love Wright County show. In this show, we explore local businesses that make our community a wonderful place to live. Each month, we'll sit down with a local business owner, learn more about their business, what it means to be an entrepreneur here in Wright County, and why they love being here. I'm your host, Amanda Galindo, and I'm a realtor here in the area. I've lived here for over 35 years, and I love living in Wright County. Let's get to it. Hey guys, it's Amanda Galindo here, and I'm here with Kelly Lillivac with Live, Laugh, Bloom of Monticello. Um, she's going to tell us a little bit about why she chose Monticello, how she got started in the floral business. She has a, a good story for us, so I'm excited to learn more about her business and why she chose here, Monticello, downtown, yeah. right by Walgreens. So thank Thanks. you for being a part of the Thanks podcast. Thanks for having me. Thank you. <clears throat> so let's get right to it. Tell us how you chose Monticello to be your place of business. First of all, it never was my lifelong dream to uh, open a flower shop. It was just fell into place. Um, at the time, we had just moved to Minnesota from Cleveland. Um, we had been living here four years, I think, and... The old flower shop, Peonia Floral, had a front page ad in the newspaper that they were selling. What year was this? 2011. Okay. And so I was a stay-at-home mom. I was driving bus for Hoagland just to do something. I was working at the community center um, with the f doing meals, frozen meals on wheels and doing their senior dining lunch. And my husband comes home and he's like, do you see that ad? Hey, you should buy a flower shop. Yeah. And I was like, it, ne it, it never was, you know, a thought in my mind. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, whatever, whatever. You, he does stuff like that. Yeah. He's a, is he a visionary? Yes. Yeah. He's got the great ideas and then he wants you to do the work. Yeah. That's me yeah. with my husband. Yeah. <laughs> Any You could do anything. Everything's possible. I have the ideas and yeah. you can make it happen. Yeah. So anyway, if a few months went by, my sister in Cleveland lost her job and was in a not so good way. And my mom has always been a floral designer and my sister's always been the crafty landscaper, you know, so there was all of that in the family. And so he brings it up again. And this is like three or four months later. Have you thought about that? Have you thought about it? And I'm like, ah, oh. so then I did start thinking about it and thinking, well, I can help my sister. Mm -hmm. And so we moved my sister here from Cleveland. She's lived with us. We got a little tiny business loan. We rented a little space from Lucy Murray uh, behind the dance studio. Oh, yeah. Storage, okay. like 800 square feet. And she gave us cheap rent and it all started. And then um, November 11th, 2011 was our first sale. And my sister got really homesick and wanted to move back to Ohio. Oh, no. In March. So you're on your own. So I'm on my own. I knew nothing about the industry. I managed a dental office before we moved to Minnesota. So I had some management and business skills in that. But So I had to learn really quickly um, 
and kind of learned that there was some of that deep down inside, some of the skills that my mom always had and my sister. Yeah. And it just started coming out of my pores. And we kept it going. And um, it was hard. Yeah. But we learned a lot. I found some great employees. And I mean, there's still lots of stories to be said and told. Yeah. But that's how it all started. Um, but we knew we wanted to stay in Monticello. It was a great location people living and people passing by, yeah. coming over the river and back. Yep. It's just a great, great location. Nice. We're so glad we're here. How long have you been here <clears throat> in this location? So 2011, we opened. 2014, we bought this building. Okay. It had been sitting empty for, what, five years. It was Central Minnesota Realty, I think. Oh, yeah. Before it was a newspaper. Mm -hmm. Before that, it was the meat market. It yeah. was built in the late 40s. Okay. And it was sitting empty, and my husband, you know, the visionary, found the owners of the building, and they didn't even want it. Yeah. They just, it kind of landed back into their lap. Okay. And um, we were able to buy it, nice. which was a great thing because it tripled our square footage. And if anybody were to come in here and look around, we're already busting at the seams. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great location. Even though it's <clears throat> just like a block off of Broadway, you can see it. There's nothing else blocking the visibility. And especially with that beautiful painting on the side yeah. of the, the building right now. I love that. that I love so all cool. that stuff. That was a fun project. Yeah. It was really fun. I want to go around town and take pictures of all that stuff because she did such She's an amazing job. She's doing a great job. job. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So um, your parents live here in Monticello, though. How did you end up in Cleveland? I am from. Oh, did you grow? Yep. Grow, born okay. and raised in Cleveland. Oh, okay. My husband's from Minnesota, came to Cleveland when his family moved and we met. And um, David always said, We're going to go back there someday. It's yeah. the best place to be. Yeah. Minnesota is the best place to be. So in 2005, pre recession, Ohio really started seeing it. Okay. And my husband's a master plumber and he was even having oh, sure. a hard time getting into the local in Ohio. And he's like, you know what? It's time. Mm -hmm. Our son just graduated from high school, and we're like, this is the best time. And that was uh, Labor Day weekend, 2005, and we've been here ever since, and it was the best move uh, we ever did. Yeah. The recession hit here, but we didn't notice that it was really, really bad in Ohio where we were from. And oh, wow. We were able to make some good changes and moves and yeah um right before everything kind of hit the right fan before everything yeah. hit the fan nice but starting a business in that recession Ugh, who thunk no. it? <laughs> <laughs> you know oh so that's when i'm always saying we started our business in a recession we've been through a move we've been through our ups and downs with staff changes mm -hmm. and my sister leaving and um bought our building then a pandemic mm -hmm. and we're still here yeah so um and when I say it wasn't my lifelong dream it wasn't but I'm really glad it happened and it's it it, it I have to just say it's it's it was a really it was a real god thing mm -hmm. and he has his hand in everything that I'm doing mm -hmm. because the people I've met the employees I've hired we become family, and no matter what down happens to us or negative, mm -hmm. 
we, we're still here, we're still surviving, we're doing well. So yeah. it has to be from a higher power. Yeah. And our awesome community and people that come in day after day and order after order, mm-hmm. they're so, you know, uh, loyal. Mm-hmm. And we really, really appreciate that. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> so that kind of brings me to my next question. Were things always going well or was there ever a time you were scared and you didn't know if the business was going to survive? Yeah. 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 Um, I think any small business owner can attest to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first the first time for me was when my sister just said, I just I have to go. I miss my grandbabies. I miss my parents because our parents were still living. You know, I just miss my family. I got to go back. And it's my sister, you know, what I'm going to do. Yeah. And so at that point, it's like, oh, my gosh, could this be the end? Mm-hmm. And that was only, did you say, like, five months, six months after you opened? Five months. Five months. <clears throat> yeah. And, I mean, we, we we established really quickly because we there wasn't a floral shop in Monticello mm-hmm. for a couple of years. Yeah. And so we established, you know, with our funeral home already, and mm-hmm. we just... I thought this is going to be this is going to be good, and then that hit. So, yeah, yeah, definitely, that was probably the hardest time, um, and the second hardest time was COVID. Yeah, um, when we had to shut down, um, we only closed for five days, and then uh, an article came out that we're considered agricultural, that we can continue operating, mm-hmm. but have our storefront closed. So we we delivered and did pickups, and lo and behold missing out on proms, weddings. That was a lot of money lost. Um, We'll never make up for that, Mm -hmm. but people sent flowers like crazy. Yeah. So it's like you were shot down, and then the business just took care of itself. People called, and and, uh, we survived and made it through. Made it through. The other side. Well, you just said that you're super busy now with weddings and Thankfully, we can have prom this year for the kids. So, Hallelujah. yeah, yeah, I'm excited about yeah, that. Definitely. Um, was there ever a specific moment or event you look back on when you realizes realize that hey, this business actually might work? Yeah, um, I'm. Pr- I could pretty much 100% say when we found this building. Mm-hmm. Um was about it who 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 can have a small business be open after two and a half years and be able to buy a building mm-hmm. you know and make a landmark here in Monticello yep. you know and in in this in this town this you know city um things aren't cheap mm-hmm. and it's hard to do just having been open a couple of years and everybody always said if you last what five years yeah. in your business that you got you'll probably succeed um, so that was two and a half years into it. Um, and we had our hesitation, but we knew we had to make the move. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were able to move out and in with only being closed two days after even some remodeling. Um, and it, it, the, the orders kept coming and people kept, you know, calling. And I, that was it. I knew that we're going to be here to stay for a bit. Mm-hmm. Forever how long? (laughs) Until I retire. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But that was it. Yeah. Once we were able to do that after two and a half years, I felt really good. And yeah, um, yeah, we're here to stay. 
So <clears throat> having those risks and, you know, those fears sometimes and not knowing, like as a business owner, sometimes you don't know if you're going to be able to make it. Like you're looking, you're always looking into the future. Like what do I have in my my bank account, how long can I sustain and what needs to come in to continue to keep the lights on. And most employees sign the back of their paycheck. So what is something that you you wish employees, not, not just your employees, but employees in general, knew about what it's really like to be a business owner and have that weight on your shoulders? Mm. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I mean, I have probably eight, eight or nine employees on payroll, not all at one time. Mm-hmm. It's very seasonal. Yeah. And you bring in people when you're busy. Um, but there's three, my two main, my daughter, Abigail, who's turned into my full-time designer. Oh, my oh, gosh. Cool. Did so, she go to school for that? Well, she. I started sending her about six months ago, and it's kind of like mine it just started coming out of her pores. It's mm-hmm. just uh, that gift is in there. Yeah. And she didn't even think it. She was an amateur photographer, yeah. you know. So she's kind of artsy, so I yeah. guess I guess say. But um, so I have the two of them um, that get paychecks almost, well, they're full-time. Mm-hmm. And then two part-time people. Um, to what helps me is... Um, I kind of lost my train of thought. Like, what do you wish that employees knew about the weight of being the business owner and, you know, just carrying all of that stress and responsibility? Because ultimately, like, yeah, you it's like a lot of people will open up a business to have freedom or opportunity because there is a lot of opportunity when you take that risk and kind of jump off the deep end. But with that risk there comes responsibility and that responsibility is also taking care of your employees and that's why you have such good employees too is like if you treat them well but you know just employees in general like what's like one piece of advice like for me I'm um upfront and honest and open with all my employees Mm -hmm. and I I I give them um figures and numbers Mm -hmm. I'm I just lay it out on the table guys this is the way it is yep Valentine's Day this past Valentine's Day wasn't the best. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to tighten our belt. Yep. And they are such great employees and they're so loyal, like family. Yeah. Um, they understand and they get it mm-hmm. because they want to stay. Yeah. They love being here. Yeah. They're our family. And so I think that any anybody that says they want to open a business, they can come and go and do as they please. And it's so easy or it's not easy, but, you know, you can kind of do your own thing. Um, there's always something to do, but my number one priority is to take care of my employees Mm -hmm. because if my employees are taken care of, my business is just going to happen Yes, because they love it just as much as I do. I trust them. They care and they treat people the same way I do. They have the same values and morals. Yeah. So being upfront and honest with my employees, I think is uh, the key to it. Nice. Yeah. So, like, from a marketing standpoint, um, like, how, what have you guys done to... I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's like my oh, favorite thing about I know. business. I'm, you're hired. <laughs> what, oh my gosh. what do you do to get business? Has it just been word of mouth? Have, I mean, like in the beginning in 2011, I mean, Facebook was kind of, you know, around, but I'm sure like it wasn't big. Like I have this business page and I'm running targeted Facebook ads and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Like was it, was, it flyers just now like person to person networking? It was print newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um, people were still reading the newspaper and I, that's so tough. Yeah. We have a great newspaper. Here, we do. We really do. Um, so newspaper print, um, signage, and a business mentor once told me that if you create a logo and you get people to memorize that mm-hmm. logo, uh, they will see it whether they're looking or not. Yep. Okay. So I, Michelle right here in, in town Hartwig created my logo for me and, um, I've never changed it. Yeah. Um, and I use it on anything and everything. When a face of flowers go out here, there's a sticker with my logo on it, mm-hmm. or there's a bounce back coupon with the logo to get people to come back in. It's hard. Marketing is, I see why people go to school for it. Yeah. Um, but it's to continually reach people, um, and they remember you. And ultimately, if you give them um, 100% customer service, like treat them like you want to be treated, mm-hmm. they're going to come back and they're going to tell people. So the best marketing is word of mouth, yeah. obviously. And uh, I know we have a lot of that because people around town here are so loyal. Right. Yeah. And you just want to stay top of mind. Like not yeah. everybody's going to order flowers every single Friday for their wife mm-hmm. or their friend for their birthday or their mom or whatever. Mm -mm. So like you said, you just want to stick in their mind. And so when they do need to order something, it's like, Oh, live, laugh, bloom. Our tagline is, uh, we're so on the logo that has our name. And then the tagline is for your circle of life events. Mm -hmm. Um, we're here from birth to the end. It's it's a full circle and we love every chapter of it. And we feel everything that the customer feels when they come in and order it. Um, and I think, that's what I, I could say that's that's our marketing plan yeah. is we just people see it and trust us and and um, they know they'll be treated well. Well, and you guys have beautiful flowers and, you know, a lot of times people <clears throat> they'll look for the quick thing, ordering online, 1-800-Flowers, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, there's a bunch of. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that because. I've gotten some flowers from 1-800-Flowers, which is, you know, I'm grateful for receiving them. But they're, you know, we're in Minnesota, so they're sitting on my front porch for more than five minutes in January. They're going to be dead or they'll be wilted. So um, why should they choose you over a 1-800-Flowers or an online source to order flowers? And like, what's the difference in the cost? Because people think that they're saving money. They think they're saving money. But the whole deal is when anybody orders flowers, they want to, and we all use the internet. So everybody's going online and they're going to, you know, Google search florist in Monticello, Minnesota. These 1-800-Flower companies replicate themselves to make it look like they're me. Mm -hmm. They're us. So you have to, number one, figure out and make sure you're calling a brick and mortar if you're not sure, make sure you're calling, but we all order online. Mm-hmm. So make sure you look at the website well um, to make sure you know it's a reputable place. What sets us apart is w- we are true florists. We get 
a quality product. We get locally grown product. I try and buy product grown right here in Minnesota, mm-hmm. um, not just Ecuador, not just Miami or yeah. Canada, which we haven't been able to get anything from Canada. But um, that's what sets us apart from that company. Those companies that you are going online calling 1-800, those are just people taking your order. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they turn around and they call my shop oh, and they okay. say, we want to, you know, yep. give you an order. And they give us $50 of the $100 you gave them. Okay. And they, so the the sender thinks they're sending you a $100 base of flowers. Mm-hmm. And we can't, we got 50. Yeah. We don't know exactly how much they, they spent. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they're, they're not good people. But, um, so if they go just direct to you, if they, they can get to me. a bigger bouquet of flowers for the around money. the same mm-hmm. price. All the money they give is what is going into their yeah. bouquet. Um, we try and charge as little, you know, for delivery costs. Um, but you, they know that they're getting great product, locally grown product mm-hmm. in some cases, and they're going to get good customer service, and they're going to make sure that their vase of flowers gets delivered the same day they call when they ask for it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be set outside in the snow like today. It's I, chilly. It's too chilly today yep. to even leave anything. So we will repeatedly try to re-deliver and re-deliver mm-hmm. so that you get your flowers. So And somebody's there to pick it up so or somebody, bring it inside or yep, whatever. <laughs> a human being. Or they say the garage door is open. Yeah. Set it in there. But, um, yeah. Two different, two big different things yeah. from a 1-800. And a local uh, and shop. A, and a local shop. Yeah. yeah. How far do you guys deliver? We, um, probably 24, 25 mile radius oh, wow. all the way around. Okay. Yeah. Um, weddings will go anywhere. Funerals most definitely will go anywhere. Yeah. Um, cause it's our family in Monticello, yeah. you know, it, it's our community, it's our, um, our customers. Mm-hmm. And if they have an activity or an event or whatnot going outside of our area, we'll, we'll do what we can to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then you said you do do same delivery. I know I've same done day. that because yeah. I'm a procrastinator. So I'm like, hey, can you deliver some flowers today at noon? It's like 10 o'clock. Yep. <laughs> I mean, like, that's exaggerated. You're not alone. I always, uh, <laughs> it's always a last minute thing. So, but like for weddings, if somebody, want, you know, wants these beautiful arrangements, obviously that takes a lot of time and preparation and all that stuff. So when are, when should they be coming to you? with what they want and what their budget is and all that yeah. stuff. I like to see brides six months before their event. Okay. Six to four, depending on the size and mm-hmm. what they're looking for. Um, especially in this day and age right now, this year, mm-hmm. uh, flowers are very hard to get. You can't get everything you want because the farms and the crops mm-hmm. – um, lost a lot when the pandemic started because when the pandemic started shops closed Mm -hmm. so they had to destroy all of their products we're talking ecuador south america yeah florida california there was no need for any of that product and we've seen videos of just flowers just being destroyed um so then those crops had to recoup Yep. And it takes time. Then weather gets bad, so there's no sun, so things don't bloom. Then shipping. Mm-hmm. There's no truck drivers. 
because everybody's unemployed, because mm -hmm. there's no need for shipping. Then mass quantity shipping begins because everybody's ordering online. Yeah. So there's not enough truck drivers now. So we have things sitting in Ecuador trying to make it to Miami. Well, that plane gets it there. Then it gets to Miami and there's no truck drivers to get it from Miami to Minnesota. So um, the earlier the better. Mm -hmm. um, some brides are a year and a half in advance, not necessary, but I like to sit down with them six to four months per before we talk about what you need. I do research and getting that product, if it's available, how much it is, mm -hmm. quote everything you want, yeah. and then secure their date. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, it yeah, is. It is. That's so crazy. You don't realize how many businesses and different things were affected with the shutdown. Yeah. Like I had seen crops, you know, and animals and you just, you, you didn't, your mind couldn't wrap your head around the magnitude of that trickle down effect, you know, the, the pigs and the, the onions and yeah. flowers. Like I didn't even think toilet anything paper. about yeah, toilet paper. <laughs> what? what the heck? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, and now I, I'm like traumatized by toilet paper. Like I, I can't use paper towel or something. Like seriously. It's like, come on. I don't care. I, I always have two like big packs from Costco. Oh, yeah. Any 72 time. packer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, a lot, you don't realize it. And then when, when it all started, it was like, I didn't know as a business yeah. what, what's going to happen. Yeah. And how far back it's going to trickle yeah. and it is pretty crazy but yeah everything was affected everything. yes and I don't think we've really seen the full effects of it to be honest I don't think so but we'll see we'll see one day at a time we're trucking through it yep we're here <laughs> all <laughs> right so when it comes to your business and your legacy here in Monticello what are you most proud of mm. I'm most proud of um the story and how we began um, and how we persevered through things. Mm -hmm. And I'm most proud of the employees I have and how we are all on the same page on how we treat people mm -hmm. and how we're here to help um, and give that customer service. Yeah, It's like, you know, when somebody walks in the front door, we're going to know your first name. Mm -hmm. Well, once you get a certain age, you kind of start forgetting <laughs> things. But um, you're not just a customer, and yeah. you call, and we're going to remember you. Yeah. And that's that's what that's the legacy I would like to leave. That you know that flower shop I'm going to sell. They always knew your name. We always had the freshest flowers, mm -hmm. and we just got treated like family. Yeah, because. That's how we treat people. I think that's the way our community is. Mm -hmm. Any community event, you're going to know someone and yeah. everybody just feels like family. Mm -hmm. And that's a big thing. And anymore in this day and age, I think um, family is, uh, uh, people's thoughts of family has changed. Mm -hmm. We've been stuck with our family. Yeah. And I'm hoping that the good thing that came out of COVID is that people have realized that it's not so bad to hang out with my family. <laughs> you know, we don't have to run and run and run yeah, and go and do and do and do. Yeah. It's really neat to sit in the backyard and actually have a conversation with your neighbor. Yeah. Um, that's that if if that happens, I, I'll be happy Yeah. when I retire yeah. or whatever I'm going to do. Um, just to know that we were good people. 
Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. All right. So Mother's Day is coming up. What's the day on Mother's Day? May 9th. May 9th. So you have something special that you want to offer for our listeners of this podcast. And the secret word is family. Okay. So if you mention family, what do they get, Kelly? They're going to get a free Mother's Day bouquet delivered to their loved one um, at no charge. That's awesome deal, guys. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. You don't have any excuse not to get your mom flowers. You, all you have to do is listen to this podcast and you have to listen to the whole thing and figure out what that secret word is. <laughs> so. You might hear it a few times. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a tip. A little. There's a tip. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing about your business. I really enjoyed yeah. learning about everything, about getting started, about, you know, the, the good times, the hard <laughs> times, and then everything in between. I know personally, you guys have been amazing. Every single time I've ordered flowers, you guys are always on time. And I mean, Jen knew my name before I knew her name. Every time I'd come in, she'd be like, hey, Amanda. I'm like, oh, my God, what's her name? I couldn't right. remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Christine. And, you, you know, go. like you said, you get I get that same service from all of you guys, you know, Perfect. even with Abby. And so, yeah. Yeah. I, I want to thank you. Yeah. Because what you're doing here is class act. Thank you. And I love how other businesses are able to share their stories. Yes. Because it's how many people in this town and how many businesses, how many people know the true story and how it all started and, yeah. and you know, just what they go through day in and day out yeah. to run their business. So thanks for doing this. Yeah. I'm excited to share yeah. it with everybody. And It's a great thing. Yeah. Thank you. All right.